0: How about you. Let's give Brother Phillips a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit again
1: tonight. And clap your hands like you're glad to be in church tonight. Oh, come on, let's see it. Let's see it. Somebody praise the name of the Lord. You've got a right to be quiet if God hadn't done anything for you, but if He's ever made a way, if He's ever healed your body. If he's ever opened a door, then you owe him praise today. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Isn't it good to be in God's house? Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, a very familiar text tonight. While you're turning there, I want to say how honored I am to be back in Bendale. I love this church, I love your pastor. I am glad I get to be a part of the Bendale story, and um, just look forward to what the Lord is going to do tonight, and beyond that, I look forward to what God is going to do with this church in this area, and I just, I can't help but believe there are greater days in front of us, amen, amen. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, it reads, for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful now i I, we're going to read the rest of this but i want you to get this in mind right now some of this i think that we have westernized to the point to where we don't really understand what isaiah was saying uh this this word wonderful in the context of hebrew was not uh, what we think of it as it was in literal terms you could turn the r- word around and break it up you could find that it's full of wonder and and that doesn't just mean to be awed but that means it's mysterious and so there's things about God that are mysterious sometimes we don't understand his ways he said his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God The everlasting father. And then the last adjective that would describe him in verse 6 would be the prince of peace. Verse 7 says, and of the increase of his government, and you'll notice it says, and peace, there shall be no end. I want to preach to you tonight about the prince of peace. The prince of peace. How many know him tonight? Hallelujah. Would you lift your hand and lift your voice with me right now and ask God to help us. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love your presence. Jesus, we love your power. We're so thankful to know you tonight in the fullness of truth. And we're asking you, Lord, right now, have your way in this house. Let your power, let your spirit Come in this place and change us and challenge us by your word and by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody that's glad to be in his house, take it, past the just Wednesday night, hand clap, and lift your voice with a shout of praise. Oh, God, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody praise him right now. Blessed be the name of the Lord, our God. Thank you, Jesus. woo Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen. I'm just going to tell you it ain't going to be hard to preach in here tonight. And you may be seated in the fear of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 is probably uh, one of the most quoted prophetic words from the prophet Isaiah. And we understand that it is through chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 that, The identity, the messianic prophecy would go forth of Jesus Christ. He would be the Messiah that would save God's people from their sin. And as Isaiah, and it's bigger than just him giving a prophecy of what is to come. Isaiah is giving a prophecy of things that are now at hand. I think we need to put that in the proper context to understand He's not just talking about what's coming down the road, but he's talking about what's going on right now. And Isaiah is prophesying to a broken Israel, to a rebellious Israel. As a matter of fact, some could even put it, if you just let me preach it tonight like I'm a country boy, God took his belt off and he's mad at Israel. He He begins to wear them out, if you will. And it's in this that the Bible begins to paint a picture. Chapter 9, verse 6, and verse 7. The identity of God is being released. But it's in chapter 9 and verse 5 that there is a picture painted. And it is the picture of war. For every battle of the warrior is confused noise. And the garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. This is a picture of people fighting in the streets. This is a picture of the blood soaked clothes. This is the picture of fires burning buildings down and, and so on and so forth. We think we got it bad. They had that way back then. <laughs> This is what it looked like in Isaiah's day when I, Isaiah begins to prophesy of the coming of the Messiah. And when he begins to tell them who he will be, say, said, you will know him because his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, and the Everlasting Father, and he will be called the Prince of peace. You say, well, preacher, how, it, it, it makes sense to me. He's preaching about a time of peace during a time of war. But you have to understand tonight that that is not what the Prince of Peace really means. As a matter of fact, I'm going to mess with your theology tonight, and I'm going to mess with a little song we sing, even, even go a little farther than that. We have to understand that Jesus understands the, the theology of peace. He's not just there talking about peace but he is peace uh, incarnated and and he comes to a world that is dysfunctional he comes to a world that is chaotic he comes to a world uh, that for lack of a better term is going to hell in a handbasket uh, and he becomes the prince of peace he begins to teach about peace and we find him in Matthew chapter 5 teaching about peace uh, in the sermon on the mount, the Bible lets us know that Jesus speaks the words, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be the children of God. Now I, again, this is where I start messing with your theology, and some of you may not like this, but I've got Bible to back up what I'm going to preach tonight, and so we, we picture the peacemaker as someone that comes to a place that is full of chaos and confusion and talks between two parties and says can we meet in the middle we think of peacemakers I'm sure that, that we, when we think of peacemakers we think of people that can come in and when the family is fighting they can just say now hold on you know they bring a, a big old glass thing of banana pudding with some of that cow slobber on top I don't know what y'all meringue Ooh, come on somebody and all of a sudden all of the arguing just stops of what we think of as peacemakers but can I tell you tonight that that's not a peacemaker that's a peacekeeper and and before you can ever keep the peace you got to get peace. And can I preach to you tonight that when Isaiah begins to prophesy of him as the peace, the prince of peace, he was not saying that he is going to come and try to meet the world that was chaotic and confused halfway. But he was saying that he was coming to take dominion and authority over every spirit that would try to bring dysfunction. He was not here to set sound and say now we need to talk about this. That's not how Jesus did it friend when Jesus the prince of peace showed up he came to put death and hell in the grave under his feet he didn't come to argue with them he didn't come to to, to sit down and try to figure out how they could work it out he said I have come to take power and authority can I preach to you tonight that the prince of peace is in this house and he's not coming to argue with the devil he's not coming to barter with the devil he's not coming to tell the devil well maybe you should lay off a little bit no that's not how it works he's coming with power in his hand he came with a sword in his hand he came with dominion in his hand it's really a paradox because he was the prince of peace but you can find that everywhere that he goes from the top moment that he's born he causes chaos chaos you don't believe me then you can go back and read in Matthew chapter 1 and in Luke chapter 1 that when Jesus is born that the baby boys start getting killed you you think that's peace you you can find that as he gets older he goes into the at 12 years old he goes into the temple and he begins to to, to debate the law with the with the scribes and Pharisees uh, and, and they're marvelled because you want to know something he came in and said that ain't really how it is you call that peace? You, you call a man that, had, that, that, that is peace? You call that man that would show up and start working miracles, and they want to throw him over the side of a cliff? Am I in the Bible? Am, am, am I still in the book, Brother Moore? They wanted to throw him over. You call that peace? He would show up and deliver the man at Gadara, and the people of Gadara would say, You need to get out of here. You think that's peace? no, not not in the way that we think of as peace. He said I didn't, as a matter of fact, Jesus is teaching and he said I didn't come to bring peace. I came to turn mother against daughter and father against son and mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. He was saying I've come to upset your apple cart and I didn't come to argue about who's in control. I come to be in control and I've come to tell you tonight that God gave that same power to his church and he said I I put something inside of you uh, that when you begin to speak peace, uh, it's not for the fact to lay down on your pillow at night and cry, uh, it's to get a sword in your hand uh, and show up on the front lines uh, and let the devil, not in my house, uh, not in this church, uh, not in this city, uh, not in this county, Uh, we're going to have revival. Uh, You're not going to tear our children out of church, Uh, you're not going to, I I don't know if this is on tonight, but let me just preach right now. You need to figure out if you wanna lay down and die, go ahead, but I come with the Prince of Peace on my side and I came with a sword in my hand. Hallelujah! I appreciate you, good brethren, running the house. But let me tell you something. You need to do more than just run the house. You need to go home to your house and be the prince of peace of your house and let the devil know I'm not. this is not up for argument. You're not coming in my house. You're not tormenting my children. You're not tormenting my wife. You're not going to tear my marriage apart. You're not going to have my finances. I'm going to give to the Lord because I serve the prince of peace and he is in control <laughs> hallelujah that's why when the disciples now understand this is a paradox here because Jesus is not the only prince that the Bible talks about As a matter of fact in Ephesians the Bible talks about the prince of the power of the air and here's the paradox Jesus the prince of peace he he comes for peace but he brings war And this other prince that I'm preaching about, he has a paradox as well because he brings war, but he gets peace. I I don't mean it. That don't make any sense. Exactly. It's a paradox. It, it, it sounds like these two things are working against each other. Jesus comes for peace, but he gets war. And Lucifer comes for war, but there's peace. You want to know why? Because there's one great that the Prince of Peace is greater than the Prince of the Power of the Air. The Prince of Peace is more powerful than the Prince of the Power of the Air. Say, preacher, I don't I don't know if everything uh, is gonna work out. I, I don't I, I feel like I'm about to lose my mind, but he said he would keep them in perfect peace. uh, whose mind is stayed on thee. That doesn't mean that you sit down uh, in your Pentecostal uh, lazy boy uh, and go to sleep. Uh, That means you get a sword in your hand uh, and you know you're on the winning side. I might be fighting hell, but I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Everything might be going wrong, but I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. My family's turned upside down, but I, I just got a feeling that the Prince of Peace, the God of Peace, shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. He's the Prince of Peace. He, he deals with the Prince of the power of the air. And I believe that that is the reason why this his disciples, while they're in the boat and they're trying to get to the other side and they're in the midst. Everything's going wrong. They're in a storm and Jesus shows up and says, peace be still. And, and, and the Bible says that they marveled. Why? Because even the wind, did you catch that? He's the prince of Lucifer, the prince, the power over the air. And they know this. And they have this revelation. And they've never seen anybody in man form. That's walking around, who was all man yet all God, that has the power over the prince of the air. And when he said, "Peace be still," and the wind ceased and the waves ceased, the Bible says that the disciples marveled. Oh my God! I didn't know that there was one that had that kind of power. I didn't know that there was one that came for that kind of war. I didn't know that there was one that. Can I tell you tonight that the prince of peace is still alive and he's still well and he's still on the throne and he might have a sword in his hand, but let me tell you about him. He never lost a battle and he never will. He's never come up short. He's never showed up too late. God can make a way where there is no way. He is my prince of peace. idea he came for war he came to take over let let me just preach it like this he came to take over your dysfunction he came to take over your sickness when, when we start talking about the prince of peace in a hospital room where somebody's got cancer and the sting of death is there but they're filled with the holy ghost he said i came to take the sting out of death O oh, grave, where is thy victory? O oh, death, where is thy? Listen to me, God ain't going to always work the way you think he should. If he has to deal with a paradox, then you better believe you're going to have to deal with one too. Sometimes God doesn't work the way you think he should. Sometimes he shows up with a sword in his hand. As a matter of fact, he's talking to his disciples before he's getting ready to go to the cross. And he looks at them and he says, do you have a sword? And they looked at him and said, no, we don't have one. he said, go sell your coat. Buy a sword. And they said, master, we have two. He said, it's enough. You want to know why? He said, well, two between 12, it's because he understood the the theology of peace only comes from battle. And he didn't want his disciples walking around and everybody thinking they was a bunch of wimps. He says, these boys, they're made for war. I just come to put the devil on notice tonight. This church, it's made for war. Throw what you gotta throw at us, we gonna keep on going. Do what you gotta do, we gonna keep on praising. Talk about us if you wanna talk about us. We gonna keep on growing. Throw us under the bus if you want to. Baby, I don't care, I don't live in I'm not in fear, I'm not in doubt, I'm living in faith and I'm living knowing that God is fighting for us and He is the Prince of Peace and whatever He touches, it has to stay. Why do you think He say, I'll give you a peace that passes all your understanding? So I thought God was going to bring, see that, that, that's the problem with a lot of us. We're trying to understand how God's working. Let me, let me tell you something. You ain't ever going to figure God out. I've been doing this my whole life, Brother Moore. I don't know, I can't, I don't know Dan from Sikkim sometimes. I, I, I don't have a clue what God's doing. The moment I think I got him figured out, he changes. I, I get my hands wrapped around who God really is, and I find out he's bigger than I thought he was. It's like, my God, where'd that come from? He starts doing stuff i would never seen him do before. He starts working in ways I never thought he could work in before. He starts working and doing miracles and showing up. And and, and, and it's to the point to where it is indeed impossible. But Jesus said it like this, these things which are impossible with man, you guessed it, they are possible with God. You're never going to understand this way. He's, uh, that's why it's a peace that passes all understanding. I don't know how God's going to work this out. I don't know how God's going to fix this problem. I don't know how God's going to turn it around. But I know God will, and I got peace because I know that I still got my sword in my hand. Devil, you come at me. Come on. Come at me with everything you got. I got the word of God. I got the power of the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized his name and he said I would have power after the Holy Ghost has come upon me come at me devil that's fine I got the prince of peace and he's got a sword you can read about him in Revelation I don't have time to preach all the eschatology of this of the final day and the final hour but I will tell you this much when he comes back you read about him he comes back on a, on a white horse but what does he have in his hand he has a bow and an arrow in his hand I just believe that's because AR 15s wasn't invented yet. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when he showed up, he had an arrow and a bow. You think that was the play? Tic tac toe? You think that was to stand over there in the corner and say, Well, devil, you know, you've been ruling a long time. Why don't you let me take over for a little while? I think not. He's the prince of peace. Yeah, but all power and heaven and earth is in his hand. And I know the devil has power, but he don't have more power than my God. Let me just preach to somebody right now that the enemy's telling you he's going to kill you. Let me tell somebody that's depressed because the devil's trying to get in between your ears uh, and tell you that your miracle's never going to happen, that your children are never going to pray back through, uh, that your backslidden family's never coming back to church, uh, that your situation is over. Throw in the towel, give up. Uh, I've come to tell you the Prince of Peace is in this house, uh, and you can stand fast uh, on the word of God that God said, I will not let my words come back void or without effect but it will do that which it was sent out to do I come to tell somebody tonight that the prince of peace is on your side he's going before you he's coming behind you David said my rod and my staff they comfort me he's on each side of me and greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world he's inside of me I've got the prince of of peace on every side I got the prince of peace working on my behalf it don't matter what you say what you do devil I got the prince of peace so many people listen I I wish I really do Now, listen I love y'all y'all know that but I wish you'd stop being so hard-headed And I wish you'd put as much faith in what God says as you do in what the devil says. I feel like I just stepped on somebody's toes. I'm gonna stomp around a little bit. I brought my boots to church. The devil will tell you he's gonna kill you, and you'll just accept it and say, Oh my God, preacher, you gotta pray for me. The spirits of hell are tormenting me. The, the, the devil's telling me every time I get up, it's my last day to live. The devil will tell you your family's fixing to fall apart, and you start looking for divorce lawyers. And the devil will tell you that your children are fixing to walk away, and you start trying to buy them a or come back home present. The devil will tell you you're fixing to lose your mind, and you start looking for a psychologist that can help you, I would to God you'd put as much faith in what God says as you've been putting in what the devil said. he don't have any power, you serve the prince of peace, he don't have he's got a God just like you do and that God is alive and he's on the throne, devil you're a liar and the truth is not in you, I serve the prince of peace Hallelujah. Jacob's life is a prime example. Do I have a little bit more time to preach? I got to go. Jacob's life is a prime example. The Bible says that he gets in a wrestling match. And while he's in this wrestling match, the hollow of his thigh is touched. Now he's limping everywhere that he goes. But I ain't letting you go till you bless me. I've been touched. I've been wounded. I've been talked about. I've been misunderstood, but I ain't letting go until I get a blessing. What is your name? My name is Jacob. My name is Heel catcher. My name is Deceiver. My, no, oh, my, let me let me just preach where you, some of y'all come from. My name is ex-drug addict. My name is ex-alcoholic. My name is my mama wasn't no good. My name was my daddy wasn't no good. He said, Lord, oh boy, let me tell you something something that might have been your name today but from this moment on that's not going to be your name anymore you came in jacob but you're walking out israel you came in a deceiver but you're walking out a prince with angels you're walking out a prince with god You want to know what kept Jacob through all the heartache and all the, just because he got the blessing doesn't mean everything went perfect. He showed up at Uncle Laban's house and and the double-crosser gets double-crossed. The liar gets lied to. The deceiver gets deceived. Oh, God, everything's going wrong. I thought you said I was a prince with God. I thought you said I have power with the angels. Just keep hanging out, Jacob. You see, because we we got this idea of dominion wrong. We do. We think that dominion means that I take authority and I pray in Jesus' name and poof, all my problems disappear. There ain't never been a more false doctrine than that. Dominion doesn't mean that you take, I mean, if we're going to really have dominion in the whole earth, that must mean we're going to take over Hollywood. Brother Moore is going to be the president. Somebody in here is going to have to rule China. I mean, if if we're going to live in that kind of dominion, somebody's going to have to start filling the seats in the governmental offices. And I I understand that. I believe in the last days we're going to have apostolic. As a matter of fact, if you go and study it out, you'll find out that when Roe versus Wade got overturned, it was because an apostolic woman that goes to Brother Mark Copeland's church went and argued in Mississippi, and it made it all the way, and it overturned. That was an apostolic that did that. That's dominion. But, but it's, it's bigger than this. It's, it's not this idea that we have that we're just going to win the whole world. I'm sorry to tell you, Jesus didn't win them all. Well, I'm going to try that again. Some of y'all are looking at me kind of funny. Jesus didn't win ever, everybody he prayed for. You think you were so much better? Go ahead, Mr. Hotshot. You bad? Go ahead. You think you got it? Go ahead. Jesus didn't win everybody, but he still had dominion. What does that mean, preacher? That means the more they afflicted him, the more they grew. That's what dominion looked like. You show up in Egypt and you're broke and you're busted and you're disgusted and Pharaoh says afflict them. Make their task even harder. Beat them with whips and chains. Put them in bondage. And the Bible says that the more they were afflicted, the more, that's what dominion is. The devil's coming against us. The devil's trying to take us out. The devil's trying to destroy us. But the more he afflicts us, the more we grow. The more he afflicts us, the more we walk in victory. The more he afflicts us, the more we step up by faith and take authority over the devil we sing that song and it's a beautiful song I grew up my mama used to sing me to sleep with that song he's the prince of peace master savior but I I started listening to that song in a whole different light after I got this revelation because I figured out he is the master He is a Savior. Kings and kingdoms, they're all going to fade away. There's something about that name. But when it calls him Prince of Peace, now I can see it the way it really is. I don't see him sitting over in the corner sucking his thumb. I see him with a sword, and I see him leading an army. Oh, y'all ain't going to help me preach. I said I see him leading an army. In case you're wondering, that's you. He's leading an army, and you know what that army's gonna do? That army's gonna take over Bendale, Mississippi, and there's gonna be alcoholics that get delivered. There's gonna be drug addicts that get delivered. That's gonna be all kind of stuff that starts happening for the glory of God because the Prince of Peace is in this house. Well, maybe one day, listen, I don't know how long I'm going to preach. Y'all just hang with me for a minute. I'm just, I'm following the Holy Ghost right now. I don't know how long you're going to have to go through this. I don't know how long you're going to have to fight, fight, face what you're facing. I, I, I don't know how, how long it's going to be before you get victory, but this I do know. If you hold on, God's going to bring victory. I, I, listen, I, I, I told y'all. I ain't real smart. I know you can look at me and tell, but this one thing I do know is if I keep living for God, God will keep living for me. If I'll keep coming to him, he'll keep showing up. If I keep coming to church, God will keep coming to church. If I keep praying to him, he'll keep talking to me. If I keep worshiping him, he'll keep working for me. It it ain't rocket science, folks. If you do for God, God will show up and work on your behalf. The Prince of Peace will come in the room. Listen, let me just ask you, how many got problems you need peace in? How many got family that's chaotic? How many got finances that are turned upside down? How many came to church tonight and your mind, the devil was playing with your mind, telling you that he was going to take everything that you got? You want to know what you need to do right now? We sing a song that says, this is how I fight my battles. uh, And it's talking about praise and worship. Uh, You need to start fighting your battle right now. And understand that the Prince of Peace uh, is in this house. Some of y'all trying to play patty cake, but I'm telling you, somebody in here gotta get desperate uh, and step out of the pew from where you are uh, and put a sword in you. This is how I fight my battles. Uh, Devil, you thought I was coming to church uh, on Wednesday night uh, to just play patty cake. Uh, You lost your mind. Uh, I came with a sword in my hand. Uh, I came with prayer. Uh, I came with worship. Uh, I came with authority. I dare somebody right now that ain't shouted all year to step out in the aisle and cut loose. I dare somebody right now you ain't ran all week to get out in the aisle and run. Somebody that ain't leap for joy, go ahead and leap for joy. Somebody that the devil's fighting you, just put the devil under your feet. Listen to me. I know some of y'all waiting on the music right now, but can I ask you a question? Did the devil wait on the music? No, you didn't hear me. I, I, I know you're waiting on, on them to start singing your favorite song. But did the devil wait till they started singing a song to start messing with you? Uh, I, I know you're waiting for Brother Moore to come pull you out of the pew uh, before you step out and give God some praise. But did the devil wait uh, until everything got no? He took every chance he got. And baby, that's got to be something in you that says, I'm here and I got breath in my lungs. Uh, devil, I'm about to put you uh, where you belong. Uh, I'm fixing to put you under my feet. You ought to just forget about what your neighbor thinks right now. You ought to just forget about what the person in front of you and behind you thinks and just cut loose in the Holy Ghost and let the devil know, I might have walked in, I might have walked in down, but baby, I'm not out. I might have walked in depressed, but I'm walking out with the joy of the Lord. That is my strength. On, I dare somebody to press through right now. Come on, the devil would love for you to just get a little blessing right here and go home. But somebody here tonight, you don't need an average blessing, uh, you need an extraordinary blessing. Uh, I dare you in the Holy Ghost to press uh, until you press through. On, brother Moore. I'm trying to quit, but I'm just telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Some of y'all still waiting on God, and God's waiting on you. Some of y'all still waiting on your neighbor, and God's waiting on you. It's not my brother nor my sister. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I need a blessing. I need a breakthrough. I need a touch. I need deliverance. I need you to make me whole, and I'm not leaving till the Prince of Peace shows up with a sword. Cory, I just feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. There's strength coming to your body. I don't know why the Holy Ghost asked me to tell you to do this, but I wish you'd just lift your hand. I know you can't lift them real high, but lift them and start walking around. I know you can't run. I've seen you run, but you can't run right now. You just start walking around those that middle aisle. God's working for you right now, Brother Cory. There ought to be some brothers that just follow him right now and be with him. Come on, fight with him, fight with him, fight with him. On the Holy Ghost is working. The Holy Ghost is working. There's supernatural strength coming to your body. Come on, God. Every spirit of fear is being driven out. Every spirit of intimidation is being driven. Somebody give God praise for what he's doing right now. Somebody give God praise for what he's doing right now. Come on, there's miracles in this house. There's miracles in this house. And of a The Prince of Peace is here. Come on. All power. All power. All power is in his hand.
0: Oh, we serve an awesome God tonight. You and I have got limits, but he don't. No, no, he, he's a, he knows how to love. He knows how to deliver. He knows how to set free. He's in the business of it. Amen. As we give him glory and praise in this house tonight. I'll tell you, God's working, folks. You can believe what you want to believe, but I'm telling you, God's working. We're going, to put, we're going to start using the sword. We're going to put all this. Ephesians, the sixth chapter talks about the whole armor of God. We're going to be the warriors and the battlers. We're going to be what God wants us to be. And we're going to put a watchman on our doors. And we're not going to let the devil and the naysayers and the unbelievers affect us. We're going to have revival right here in Bendale, Mississippi. We're going to see a move of God in Bendale, Mississippi. We're going to see the drug addicts coming out. We're going to see the alcoholics being delivered. Amen. We're going to see our children being filled with the Holy Ghost, the power of God. Something that's going to be genuine. It's going to be real. Man, it's going to transform them forever. Ever. Hallelujah, this Holy Ghost is real, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah, we're not looking for fake stuff. Hey man, we know what this thing'll do for us It'll put us on a rock that's unmovable, that's unchangeable. The powers of darkness don't have the power. Hey man, victories in our place house, Victories in the name of Jesus, Victories in the gospel, Victories in the place of the Lord <laughs> Praise God, I'm telling you God's working you ever underestimate that either. God's going to help us get back to some old landmarks. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, God's helping us get back to some of them. Go see some old-fashioned convictions and powers of God move. It's here. It's it's here tonight. And God's God's doing some things. Hallelujah. I'm 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 going to ask God to help us start recognizing it too. Start giving credit to it. Start telling others about it. This is what God will do for you. Amen. This is what our lives is all about when we go out there. This is the best life to live. There's not a more joyful life to live than to live for Jesus Christ. That world don't have nothing out there. And we're not going to let technology rob us either. We're not going to let those little isms and sisms through them phones rob us and steal and to take from us. Amen. We're going to watch what we're going to do. Make sure pleasing to God in this world. Thank you, Brother Phillips, for obeying God tonight. Okay. Appreciate you. Hallelujah. Preach the Word of God to us tonight. I want to hold on to it. How about you? Hallelujah. Got one little announcement I want to make to you tonight. The 17th that's this week from friday night um, friday we're going to have a benefit for brother Corey toodle and uh, we're going to ask the ladies they're going to have some baked beans and potato salads and cake so we're going to ask the church some of you if you'd like you can get with brother brennan amen they're heading us up him and lance and it's going to be from 11 to one uh we're actually going to have the fellowship hall back here that's a um, if you want to come in and dine, if you want to invite people, if you want to just get some, I got the only copy here, but I can make some. If you'd like to take this and get some dinners, amen, and get involved and get become a part of it. And uh, hey, if you don't mind, and I'm not, I'm nothing in this. I'm just making this announcement, but. Uh, uh, on the other hand, if you do this, make sure if, if there's going to be deliveries involved, that you're available to do that. If not, they're, they're able to come and pick them up or get somebody to come pick it up, okay? Man, we don't get too much on just certain ones, and they're not able to do it. But uh, if you're interested and would like to be helping that, amen, help sell them and get involved in it, please get with Brother Brennan about the food. And uh, we're just we just going to make a big pool here and believe that God's going to bless it. Hallelujah. You know, that's what we ought to do. That's, that's right in the devil's face. Hey, Amen. When we see this thing just turn around, and it becomes a blessing instead of a curse. Hallelujah. And I want to be a part of the blessing. man. The Bible says greater blessing to give than to receive. I want to be on the giving side. you got to have something to give. <laughs> Amen. Silver go have our numbers such as I have. We've got, we got peace to give, folks. Man, the peace that will deliver them and set them free. And that's what we want to be a part of. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. I'm just going to let you be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.